Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. And I'm Stephen Dubner, your proud father. Thank you. What are we talking about today, brother? Talking about the best football of all time, Lino Andres Messi Cucciatini. <laughs> and um, best measured by whom and by how? By, by all people who actually know football. Mm, a controversial claim to be sure. <laughs> Make a case. Why do you consider Leo Messi the best footballer ever, or at least uh, of the well, recent memory? At least, well, we'll start with over recent times. Best goal scorer, best assister, some, most trophies pretty much, best dribbler, best everything. How's he doing in the international competition? He's lost the fourth <laughs> real finals he's been in. Mm-hmm. But people, people are blaming for that. He all, every, At least the past three years, three, uh, last three times, he's dragged Argentina to a final by himself and gets all blame when they don't lose it. Now he's saying he's retiring, and people are na- people who were not on his side before who were hating on him are now begging him to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to dignify them by talking about that. Let me ask you a question. Within a week... The UK voted to exit the European Union, and Lionel Messi voted to exit the Argentine national team. There is considerable talk in both cases that those decisions may be reversed. Which do you think is more likely that the Messi. UK really? Yeah. <laughs> so you think there's a pretty good chance that he will change his yeah, mind? Yeah, I do. Why and why and how would that happen? He wants to win the World Cup. Everyone's begging him. They made a statue. Fifty thousand people are organizing a. A rally to ask him to come back. But uh, the the president of Argentina is meeting with him. The winners of the World Cup '96 are meeting with him. But let me ask you this: You've said to me on a couple of occasions. First of all, something you said a minute ago strikes me as fairly biased. You said that he dragged Argentina to these championships. Argentina is a great football country. They always have been. They would have made three straight finals without Lionel Messi. Okay. Well, um, we don't. We can't know. Obviously. Yeah. That's your position. But you've also said that Messi is or at least feels very much underappreciated by Argentina. Why? Can you talk about that well, for a minute? Well, first of all, the AFA, I don't know the whole story. They don't treat him well. They don't treat the team well. The country thinks, the fans think that he doesn't care enough about the country, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. He gives his all for them every time. There is the fact that he hasn't lived in Argentina since he was, how old? 10 or 13. something? 13. Mm-hmm. So what does that say about, um, I mean, h- how typical is that for a young South American to go to Europe and play? If you're that good, that's what you do. Right. Can you and he give... had to do it for health reasons. Right. That's, he left because Barcelona would give him the treatment for his, his growth hormone disease. Mm-hmm. So can I just ask you, what is it, like if you think like impressionistically, not just statistically, what is it about him as a player and or person that you personally, and obviously many, 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 many millions of other people, what is it that uh, about him as a player and a person that you so love? Person, he's humble. He's, he seems like a very nice person. He cares about his other people. He's just a family guy. And player, as a player, how about I run through all my favorite moments of him? <laughs> I'd love you to run through all your. So they're not in order. They're kind of organized by like competition. How or many are team. there? Are we talking ten or a thousand here? I just gotta Between, know whether I need to make a somewhere cup from of tea. ten to fifteen. I think. All right, go ahead. All right, so let's start. His first Clasico. He was nineteen years old. He was wearing number nineteen. It was in two thousand seven at the Camp Nou. Um, to make it short, make a long story short, he scored a hat trick in his first Clasico. It was a three-three <laughs> draw. Who does that? Who scores a your first Clasico? You're nineteen years old. You score a hat trick. Who does that? Lionel Messi. That's who. All right, now let's keep talking Clasico. Okay. I only have three Clasico moments. Mm. All right. All right. 
in the 2010-2011 season, in 2011, we were playing the Real Madrid in the semifinal of the Champions League. It was a crazy period of of four classicals in 17 days. Wow. Um, we it was a first leg. We were, I think we were already up one 0 This was like in the 80th minute. He gets the ball in the center circle. It's playing great one too. I don't remember if it was the Xavi or Iniesta. He goes around four people, amazing dribble and scores. One of the best goals ever scored in a Champions League semifinal in the Bernabeu. With so much pressure on him, seemed like there was, no one cared. He could just do whatever he wanted. It was unbelievable. Here's another one of my favorite classical moments was we were on a plane coming back from Paris, and we couldn't watch. I was devastated. You remember how nervous I was on that flight? I do remember. You were very nervous. I was basically having a heart attack. We won 4-3. He had a hat trick, albeit two penalties. And... That we didn't win the league that season, even though we won both games against Real Madrid and Atletico won the league. But that just so he always I and mean, he's a, he's a, he has the most goals in Clasico history. We should say um, he's not the best penalty taker in the history of the world by yeah. a long shot. In yeah. fact, that was what led to the Copa. Yeah, failure. Slash. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, my favorite moment wasn't a huge defining moment, but it was very nice. Uh, this season, mm-hmm. we were playing at Lecom Madrid, I think, in the third league match of the season at the Calderon. He was on the bench because his son, Matthias, had just been born a few days before. It was 1-1 when he came on in the second half. Then a few minutes later, he scored a great goal to win it. And he, he dedicated the celebration to the goal to his newborn son. That's sweet. Still at Letico, uh, just also in 2015, but in the previous season, just the league-winning goal there. They'd won it at, in our stadium. The le- the year before on the final day we took it back just I think the second the penultimate week, and that was nice. Um, the four goals against Arsenal in the Champions League two thousand ten, they were all great goals. Chipping, finesse, against it was unbelievable. If there's one element of Messi's game that you wish would get better, other than penalty taking, what would it be? Um, he obviously doesn't play a lot of defense, although... When he needs to play defense, he he's a great to... tackler. Yeah, he is. Um, I guess I wish he was stronger, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that needs to improve that much. Um, the two goals against Bayern in 2015, I remember. I was watching that at home. <laughs> um, you were at your office. Mm-hmm. Not at no. your, you were at a meeting somewhere mm-hmm. else. I remember I thought we were going to go out. It was the 77th minute or something. We were down. It was nil-nil. And I knew if we drew nil-nil at home to Bayern, no way we could win the second leg. Mm-hmm. Or we probably could have, but I was so worried. I remember at halftime, he, I remember seeing him in the tunnel. They showed him on TV. Did, did you see that? No. He just looked unbelievably focused and determined. It was kind of creepy. So in the 77th minute, he picks up a ball, I think mm-hmm. from Rakitic or Alves. Um, he just drives a low goal past by. At past, past Neuer from the edge of the box. I went absolutely insane. But then three minutes later, one of <laughs> everyone's favorite goals he ever scored, he gets the ball, drove ball, tangle, the best player in the world, he just trips him, he spins around, falls down the seat, trips the best keeper in the world, his 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, <laughs> Manuel Neuer, with his weak foot. This was in the few months from Messi. I literally was pretty much crying. That's how, I was on the verge of tears. That's how amazing it was. Mm. Do you remember watching that? I remember Tell watching Tell your experience it. about it. I was in, uh, yeah, I was in Midtown for a meeting, and I was at uh, my agent's office, Suzanne Gluck, uh, her office, whose husband, Tom Dija, happens to be a big footy fan, and so Suzanne is um, empathetic toward obsessions of football, and uh, I think you and I were either texting or emailing or um, 
were on the phone, and after the first goal, I think you had told me about the first goal because I'd been in a meeting and I couldn't watch or couldn't yeah. keep up. So I knew that Barca was up one nil, and then I did get to turn on the TV. What minute was the the ankle breaking goal? 80th. Yeah. So I probably turned on the TV like literally 45 seconds before it. And I didn't know Boatang, Boatang. I didn't know not, Neuer. I know just from you. So I, I barely knew, you know, who these guys were. But Messi just made Messi made Boatang go down. It's it'd be like watching in sped up photography an ice cube just melting, going from <laughs> solid to liquid. And um, just the way he went around him. And then yeah, the chip. I mean, well, it was a weak foot too. And it was the kind of shot that if you saw it on the video game FIFA, you'd say that's they should not allow that kind of shot. It just <laughs> it's just impossible. All things considered, the circumstances. So, I don't I don't remember. You and I might have been actually on the phone watching together at we, that time. I think we were. There was a lot of shouting. Yeah. I was I was asked to leave the premises. <laughs> then uh, his uh, still team in the Champions League, two in two thousand nine and eleven. Both times we played United in the final. Both times we won. 2009, uh, we won 2-0 in Rome. Can I just bring up an obvious, um, not a contradiction, but an anomaly? He seems to play very well and do very well in finals in Europe, and yet internationally, finals 0 for 4. Is there any obvious explanation for that or unobvious explanation in your mind? Mm, I think he's playing more—usually the teams are more underdogs in— International competition, they play more just to keep him out of the game. They kick him. They don't let him play, which is honestly smart. Europe, he's 100% used to his teammates. But Would you say that the level of officiating, or not the level of officiating, but the style and intensity of officiating in international competitions somehow leads to more harassment of him, which doesn't I wouldn't say that. You, you wouldn't say? Yeah. But talk for a minute about, I mean, there's the obvious fact that when you play with your club, you know your teammates and your strategy et cetera, et cetera, very well. Inevitably, when you're playing on an international team, it's kind of an all-star team that's assembled and there isn't that continuity. Do you think that's uh, a, a, a structural issue that affects him particularly? Not really, because he's played with a lot of the same players for a long time. I just, I just think it's one of those things there's no obvious explanation for. Mm. Before you go on with your favorite moments, can I just ask, you've read a lot about Messi. Yes, I have. Um, for someone who doesn't know so much, what's a book or two that you've read or even an article or film or whatever that you'd recommend? Uh, the book just about him, a biography by Guillaume Balaguer. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Messy. Okay. <laughs> and it goes from uh, up till when? How long ago did it come out? After It comes up, I think, after the World Cup. Okay. So it's uh, recent enough yeah. to get a sense. Okay. Um, Can you? Now, uh, sorry, one more question to interrupt. Can you describe what you remember about when you first came to really love, love, love him as an athlete? I don't remember. I was seven or eight. I know. You were what? Seven, seven or eight. Seven or eight. All right. Proceed. Uh, again, I was saying about United, um, the goal to make it 2-0 from a cross from Xavi um, in the 2009 final of Champions League against United in Rome. He just rose so high, stretched so far to head it in against Edwin van der Sar, one of the best keepers of all time. He refuses to talk about that header now. Really? His boot fell off. Messi's boot fell off. That's how high he got. <laughs> That's how high he got? Yeah. Got into elevation where yeah. gravity good no ad- longer. Good advertising for Adidas. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. Then 2011, just uh, we won 3-1. I, I hate to say, I think he scored the second goal. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was just a, he belted it. It was an unbelievable goal. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, just a few more. Um, his hat trick against Sevilla uh, last season, or the season before this one, this past one, to break Telmo Zara's all-time La Liga scoring record. Uh, 
I think he he had this amazing free kick. It was an easy tap in to break the record, but it's an amazing day. Then two or then three or four days later, he had another hat trick against a plow from Cyprus to break the all time Champions League record. Granted, he doesn't have it now. I think Ronaldo has ten more goals in the Champions League, mm-hmm. but he has twenty one more games. So. so goals per game or goals per minute, you're saying Messi's winning and. Messi would score more than 10 goals in the next 21 Champions League mm-hmm. game. Hey, question. I know this will likely never happen, and even you wouldn't want it to happen, yeah. but let's just pretend for a minute that Messi and Ronaldo ended up playing on the same team. What would that look like? I think it would work better than most people think. Mm-hmm. I think they would get along better than most people think, but it would be really interesting. What's their relationship like? I think it's more respectful than people think. Mm-hmm. Well, what do people think? Do people that think they hate each other? They want to kill each other. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Do you have they spent a lot of time together? I mean, they've no, obviously... like they all people. There are videos of them talking about door ceremony and Ronaldo actually telling his Messi that his son walks, watches videos of him <laughs> of Messi. Yeah, yeah. Who named their dog Messi? Not not Isco. Isco. Yeah. Which who's where now? Real Madrid. Still okay. Yeah. Just uh, um, a few more moments. Uh, the Copa del Rey final going as Atletico Bilbao in 2015. Do you remember that? Uh, the dribble. Say it again. The, Which? In 2015, Atletico Bilbao, the Copa del Rey final. The goal. No. Where he dribbled. You, you know it. Okay. I believe Remember you. where he got the ball on the right wing? In the I do remember. Unbelievable goal. Beautiful goal. Um, the Getafe goal in 2007, the Copa del Rey semis, I think. It wasn't an important goal. It was just he replicated Maradona. That's when the talk really started. Messi's a new Maradona. Um, the two free kicks against Sevilla in the UEFA Super Cup. To win when we won five four and then one of my favorite moments, this is the last one, it wasn't important. We beat Cordova eight nil the season before this past one. Uh and during the title race. He had already had two goals in the game. He was on an hat trick and he was close to an all in Petrici race and he won and Barca won a penalty. And instead of taking it for himself, he gave it to Neymar who had not scored for a while and his confidence was low and he let him score it. And it was a beautiful moment. So sweet. And that is episode about the best player of all time. Let me ask you this. Um, has Leo Messi peaked yet? I don't know. He must have, but I think he could keep going as good as he is for a while. What do you he's he just turned what, twenty nine? What do you think the rest of his career looks like? It's obviously for a few hard more to years he'll be more of a scorer an attacker, but eventually he'll become more of a number ten a real playmaker. Do you think he retires from Europe in Barcelona? Yes, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You think there's no chance? No way he'll ever play for another European team. Neymar may leave. Yeah. Suarez. I don't think he'll play for another European team. Which? Messi. What? Who who don't you think will play? Messi and Suarez definitely won't. Neither. You don't think Suarez will? No. Suarez really loves Yeah, and Neymar, I hope not. It's too early to say. He's only 23 or 24. Uh, What age do you see Messi retiring at? 35-ish? 35, 36. And who will he be playing like at 35 that I might know? I don't really know. I mean, does he become Xavi in the Estes? A little more advanced always... on the pitch than them. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. more farther up. And do you think that you will, as he and Ronaldo both age, whether gracefully or not, do you think that you will hate Ronaldo less over time and maybe, appreciate him more. Over maybe time? one day, when you're how old? Dead. Like <laughs> I eventually will. I know. Well, um, Leo Messi's birthday was just um, a few days ago, so this has been a, a special uh, episode in honor of him, as seen through the eyes of you, Salman Dubner. Signing off, I will say this: He's small and he's fast, but it's more than that. 
new? It's not footy for one, it's footy for two.